welcome to the What's Career Got to Do With It podcast, where we hope to provide a space for honest conversation and information that encourages the listener to take the next steps in their career journey. Wherever you're at in this process, we hope this episode will meet you with affirmation, guidance, and maybe some laughs along the way. On today's episode, we discuss an answer, or many, to the question that too many employers now use as an advertisement. What even is work culture? Culture, we have it. Culture, culture, culture. It's like one of those uh, Cult- monster truck rallies. Yeah, that's culture, what culture. Incoming to the last car. All right, sorry. Ooh, yeah. So I don't even know if I want to ask like that particular question of what even is culture, but or work culture. But like when you hear that word associated with work, what do you think? Dolly Parton working nine to five. You, I thought you was going to break out in song. Working nine to five. There we go. <laughs> I need more. Not the same of what you no. were thinking. It's sweet tea. What a way to make a living. Oh. Not more of the singing. I said more of the reference. <laughs> Gotta get in line. Tell us about that. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so work culture, I think cultural parameters around work, the office, are around like, okay, when do I come into the office? When do I leave? What do I do between that time? What things are like allowed? Can we laugh about things that aren't work-related? Or is it nose to the grindstone? I think that's what it is. Something like that. I'm working on my things and not, you know, speaking to folks. Is it a social environment or are we more keep to ourselves territorial? That's what I think about work culture, especially when choosing where to work. Is that a, a is it a subjective thing as well too, right? Because I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you you have you have again qualifications that you're looking for, right? So when I every time I was looking for a position, and again, um, extremely um, spoiled because working in athletics, you are a family because you spend your whole entire day, life, month, year with them. Um, so every place yeah. that, you know, I looked for, I was always looking to make sure that I felt that genuine family atmosphere, knowing that I was going to spend a majority of my time with these people. Um, you know, I wanted it to be, um, I wanted it to feel like eighties R and B. Um, because okay. again, you know, I, I knew working in athletics and, and like even now I knew that I was going to be um, potentially giving up time with my loved ones, my family, my friends that I did, that, you know, that I um, had outside of athletics. So I needed that space to be filled and feel worth it, if that made sense. Um so I, I think that that culture thing, again, is is subjective and, and you can determine what that culture looks like based upon what you're looking for in a place to work. Um, so, yeah. I would say, yes, you want that, that I needed that family peace, but I also need the cohesiveness because y'all know it's some some folks in your family that's not as cohesive with their family, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I needed, to, I needed to be some sort of connection where I felt like you know, I'm not gonna get looked at crazy if I did something wrong. Yeah. yeah. I think there's also like institutional culture and then also like yeah. team culture mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, and sometimes one of those can really throw you off, especially if like mm-hmm. your team is great, but institutionally, whew, 
there's a lot going on. That's n- not a comment towards Duke. I love my job. <clears throat> right, right. <laughs> past, <laughs> past previous experience. <laughs> uh, past previous I, I've seen a lot of different, you know, cultures. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. The idea of work culture, I think it's become so popular and it's almost like this model of retention. When we look at higher education and we want to keep people in a place and same thing with jobs, retention. We want to keep people in their, their opportunities and so people use this buzzword of work culture to get you set up and established and to recruit you to stay and say, look how fun our job is. We have beer on tap. We have a ping pong table and I don't know if that's work culture or if that's just something to distract you from like what actually is taking place any thoughts on that i've always like i don't know why i've never thrown that out but like do we need a ping pong table in our office <laughs> yes we I do mean, no we, we do not you no know, we both have a domino greg get on it greg speed a few more decks of cards oh speed so, Uno. When we play that dominoes game listen okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's work culture yeah yeah, and I think it's more about the people than it is about the activities and things. Mm-hmm. Then also they could throw us a pizza party and we're like, that's not work culture. Yeah. Uh, but intentionally bringing desserts. Ooh. <clears throat> Nicole. Ooh. Ooh. Nicole. Make my heart happy. <laughs> but it, it, it's the kindness behind it. I think it's the intentionality of like, hey, I'm taking my time out of my, my actual work mm-hmm. schedule to do this for somebody. That's healthy work culture. Sure. Yeah. But then, you know... Hey, you know, we didn't have the money to to do this this year, so we're going to give you a pizza. Yeah, we heard a random noise in the background. Okay. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. We heard that. <laughs> I don't know if y'all got that recorded, but we had to put pause on something real quick. All right. Okay. We're ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I don't. So if the company's like, I don't know if we gave you enough, or we we have enough money to give you a raise or do certain trips, but we're gonna give you a pizza party. Well, is that healthy work culture? It could be. It could still because at the the very realities is you know, hey, maybe the company's not doing well. Maybe they actually do need to like show their employees they care for them. But also, there's a side of things of maybe they're using money elsewhere. I'm not telling you to turn into a conspiracy theorist at your job of what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> but what I am saying is be mindful of how people are caring for you in the workplace. That has a lot to do with culture. Are they investing in you? So, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to hop in there and I'm going to hop on that caring because I've, um, you know, had experiences where it was not a lot of money rolling through, right? Um, but my supervisor took the time to get to know us and to the point to where we could walk in and she could see, mm, let's go have a conversation. What's going on? I've been noticing this. And, you know, sometimes you try to take things on on yourself and try to push through it. And um, just the fact that she took the time to read us and know us so that she knew how to adequately assist us um, and, and the team as a whole. So, you know, even, yeah, if it's not a lot of money, like you said, sometimes it is a piece of party, but sometimes it's just coming in and having genuine conversations yeah. with your team. I mean, you don't have to know their whole life story, but just enough to know when they're on and off and how to get them back on if they're off. Yeah. The, the first thing that I, I thought about when you were talking about what 
work culture can encompass and it being rooted in like how the employer treats employees. I thought about when I was doing like my own job search, if a company was, for me, DEIB was really important with the organizations that I chose to to include myself in. So whenever I would go to an interview and I saw like the company, they always had like a post for Women's Month or a post for Pride Month or a post for Black History Month. But then I went into the space and like it didn't. Re- and I would ask them directly like, so how does your your team represent you know these 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 principles or these values? And they would just look at me like, oh, I can't believe. I just got asked that. To me, that's a red flag about did the work culture. Did you see the social media posts? But did you see <laughs> right, <it? laughs> right. You're sharing it on LinkedIn, but when I come into your actual physical space, that there's no connection between the two, and that to me, like, rings of maybe there's some sort of inauthenticity there, or there's some sort of like it's a, a mandate to do it, but not really a call like in, in internally or within yourself to actually be that for for the people you work with. So to me, that's just important to work culture as you know a, a pizza party as well too, or Free desserts. <laughs> we want free desserts. We yeah. really need to start videoing these so y'all can see how packed I feel right now. Nicole makes Red the desserts. Cake. <laughs> she has the desserts. Um, no, I think that's good. Uh, I, I think acknowledging that, hey, we've got to get down to how we, what are we doing as work? And I'm not talking about just like the day-to-day task. I'm talking about work on ourselves as individuals and as a group and how are we doing that work together. And that's a huge part of the conversation of culture is are we just going in here and clicking some buttons, filling out an Excel sheet, meeting with students, or are we actually coming into work, not only doing our task, but investing in each other, investing in the conversations we have. Are we listening? Are we picking up little uh, knowledge tidbits about knowledge nuggets? Knowledge nuggets. Ooh, <laughs> <nugget>. Knowledge nuggets <laughs> about each other and like what we care about. Like I know one of our colleagues really loves batteries, and we really nerd out about batteries. Is that yeah. you, Angela? No, no. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, bat- Is it Catherine? Yes. First of all, I need Catherine to make yes. that face. <laughs> Batteries, triple A, double A. She has this thing about batteries. And so we like we we get to know these things about each other and we get to to truly ask questions and really dive into who we are beyond just. All right. Did you actually accomplish this program? Did you put this on or did you do that presentation? Did you actually, you know, look up the resources for the presentation? No, we're not watching behind each other like that. We're watching behind each other like, no. Hey, what kind of batteries did you pick up at the store this week? Mm hmm. That's what culture <laughs> is. So red flags, red flags when it comes to culture. Kay already yeah. hit on one. What have been some red flags y'all have seen? Go ahead, Nicole. Sorry. Um, so we were, you know, having conversation about um, about bosses or supervisors that – take time to know you and and with that you know you you start to develop that trust feeling um and in that sense of belonging and that sense of of some sort of relationship building that's a little bit deeper than just coming to work um i think the the red flag for me that kind of stood out when we were talking about that is on the flip side the supervisor who says oh yeah i'm here for you i support you i support you and it's all talk 
Um, and it, and you can, you can see that, um, especially if, you know, you had a, a instance of something, um, and you spoke with your supervisor about it and the conversation was, oh, I'm going to handle this, you know, I'll, I'll follow up about it and nothing ever comes of it. And then you follow up with the supervisor and, oh yeah, it, it was, it was on my to-do list today. Meanwhile, it's three weeks later. Um, so that's kind of a, a red flag for me um, in that one, were you really ready to be a supervisor? Two, do you know what it means to be a supervisor? Three, are you really here for me? Like, are, you know, um, and that can be a bit um, stressful and a bit disheartening. Um, but I think that's kind of a, a, a big red flag that I hope people can. I think it's I don't know if it's that easy to spot out in the beginning. Um, but maybe think of, of how Kay said, you know, some questions that you can ask to kind of get a sense of, um, what that response is going to be. Again, you know, you go and then you ask him about DEIB and they're like, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that's kind of a, a a red flag that way as way. Um, so a way to kind of, to figure that out. But yeah, the, the supervisors and bosses who just love to hear their own voices, a majority of the time. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Angela's deep in thought. I am. I'm come back to me. <laughs> I immediately when Nicole started telling that story, I immediately thought of now bear with me here. Mm. Regina George from Mean Girls <laughs> getting hit by a bus. And I think that's like the insidious nature of uh toxic work culture is you're standing out there and you think you're in the right and you think that somebody has your back and all of a sudden you get hit by a bus. Now, I know that Regina George had actually done some things. and I'm not saying she deserved to be hit by the bus, but... (laughs) Rudy? (laughs) No, no, nobody deserves to be hit by a bus. But, (laughs) um, yeah, it it comes out of nowhere and it shocks you. And I think, you know, you can think of the bus stops early, then you're going to be shocked and scared. And if the bus actually hits you, then you're actually going to be harmed. But that that is actually, I think, the, the level of danger we're working with here when it comes to toxic work culture is the amount of harm that can be done is a great amount. And so being cognizant of are our leaders following through with us? Are they talking to us? Are our colleagues, do you find yourself uh, having meaningful conversations with them or are they also just going in their cubicle, office space, whatever it may be, and are they always sitting with their camera off? Are they actually talking um, to one another? Do you see them collaborating? Do you see them sharing anything? I remember when I even interviewed for this position, I was like, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't want to know about like the – the, the stuff that exists in the day-to-day in office necessarily. I want to know if you talk about the stuff outside of the office. I want to know if you talk about each other's lives, what you're excited about, what what really makes you happy. One thing we've started in our office is we've started celebrating things in life just in general mm-hmm. and saying, do, what, do you, what do you have to celebrate this week? What do you have to celebrate this month? What What is happening? It could be something that uh, our partner accomplished or we accomplished or that a, a child, a friend, anybody in our lives has accomplished and we get to celebrate that because that that's meaningful to us and we're happy when somebody's kid gets accepted into college or whatever it may be and we get to celebrate that. That's where my brain's at and making sure that we're following through with that and being intentional about the work we're doing. Yeah. Okay, I'll hop in now. Okay. <laughs> 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 had to, I had to let it marinate on the back 
warmer and you know the warmer in the back of the stove anyway um so i will say red flags within uh in that toxic culture and uh, it might be something that takes a little time um but what i will say is that i always um admired a leader who would jump in with you um, and do the work with you. Um, so sometimes, you know, you're trying to get some things done, you're trying to accomplish some goals, and you're expressing it and articulately, articulately explaining what the issues is, is, what the issue is, what's going on, how can we do better? And that's my thing. If there's something wrong, I always try to come with a solution as well. You just don't want to go, this is not right, you know? Um, and so just when those, those concerns aren't being heard, and like you were saying, just a genuine um, effort to understand what's going on versus just talking to talk and playing your role. So I think that's a red flag. But I also want to hop on what you just said too, Rudy, when you were talking about interviewing here and I tell this to students when they're interviewing and you, you ask about certain things, watch how they interact um, within an mm -hmm. interview. When I interviewed here, I sat back and as folks were filing into the room, into the Zoom room, people were just interacting with each other, joking, calling each other out in a good way, um, in a in a good way. Um, and so I could see right then, you can tell off the top what the culture, a piece of the culture is like, you know, you might not get it all, but I could tell from the team, like everybody's cracking jokes and it's nine o'clock in the morning. Okay, mm -hmm. we might be all right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think the more and more we start to realize that we are people beyond the nine to five, the better we can be as colleagues, the better we can be as friends, leaders, whoever we want to be in the workspace. We can be better if we realize that life exists beyond the nine to five. That includes flexibility. That includes thinking through, hey, you know, this person really may need just to take a day or this person doesn't need to crank out. 70 emails in a day to be efficient. It's not about numbers. It's not about all this other stuff. Now, there are deadlines and stuff that must be met, but, but does it impact your actual health? Does it uh, impede progress of the company? A lot of times the answer when we push people too far is that it really wouldn't have changed too much, and, but it did go home with them that day. And so as leaders, I think that's a call to people that are out there leading, hey, they're going to take this home. Do we want them to take this home? Right. And I hope the answer is no. And so I think as we begin to close here and think about encouraging future generations, as we see this shift away from grind culture of, hey, go in, grind it out for 12 hours a day, because, yes, yeah, some people do that. They work until 8 p.m. at night, and they are exhausted and spend little time with their family. Push back on that. Why are we supposed to be working until we're 70 years old? Are we supposed to be doing all of that and not enjoying life and living and experiencing things beyond what we're mm -hmm. doing? Because the work we do is meaningful in some respects, but also the greater work we're doing with one another and with people outside of that, just that nine to five segment, that's Monday through Friday. And hey, hopefully, you know, some countries are working on this Monday through Thursday. Um, right. Look, bring that over here. Come on. Bring that over here. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Hopefully, hopefully we begin to balance our time because that's really what culture is about mm -hmm. is time as well and how we're spending it. So. What do you want to tell to people about work culture? It's important. Um, it, it, it definitely is important. Take some time to, to feel it out. Take some time to develop some questions that are 
outside of the standard that can kind of get you the sense or feel of, of what you're looking for. Um, and um, pizza is great, but you can buy it yourself for six ninety nine at Little Caesars, right? Um, and get it whenever you Costco want. Costco pizza. It. So um, if they're only offering pizza, <laughs> we we gotta we gotta we gotta take a little thought process on that one. Get you some Ricky's pizza. <laughs> okay, six ninety nine, and it got pepperoni on it. Oh my god, I'm screaming. <laughs> we try to catch our breath. Okay. <laughs> Nicole Mitchell dropping dimes. <laughs> Always hot and ready. Here we go. <laughs> Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Um, I would say if you're, you kind of know some things that you want, but there may be some things that you're not really thinking about or don't know to think about. And that's when you use your mentors in your network and talk to them about their work culture, what they've experienced, what worked for them. Because at some point, like mine's, come together so there's mm-hmm. some type of connection in the thought process at some point um, so you know you have your baseline things that what you're looking for what you feel is comfortable what is right but also utilize that network as well to get those additional questions to ask mm-hmm. I agree with all of that take your time evaluate your decision making process and how that works into what sort of work culture matters most to you and then always stay rooted in your values perspectives and the people you love most Rudy take us out I got a selection for us <coughs> thank you Talk for joining us the the what's career got to do with the podcast and and I hope this try to come to life. you and oh, I we love you, you darling with folks like me on a job from 9 to 5 come on y'all working 9 to 5 what a way that's the <laughs> we'll see you around bye y'all bye